It's going to be a big one tonight, folks. If you listen to myself and Andrew Patterson the other night, I teased this one because it's special. So special, I'm going to let it marinate until I actually finish my own theme song acapella version of the filibuster freestyle intro song. It's your buddy Gavin, and before we get into what we're talking about, it's my buddy Roscoe P from Drilling Threes on the landline tonight via the Pioneer Valley of Massachusetts. What's up, brother? Yeah, I am, I am on the uh, crystal clear HD landline uh, from my office at my undisclosed place of employment. Um, in, in real life, my uh, cell phone crapped out on me uh, for no good reason about an hour and a half ago, and uh, uh, so we, we scrambled here, but we figured out a way to, to get this done, because the people need to hear what we have to say. They sure do, and here's the reason they do. We've kind of toyed with this concept for a while, my friend, and... I think we've actually mentioned it on the... We've talked about this openly on previous podcasts. We certainly have, and so what we're going to do today, folks, and by the way, it's the filibuster freestyle. Find us on the web by Googling the word filibuster, followed by the word freestyle, and you can find us on Facebook or SoundCloud or iTunes or all these weird, like, crazy sites that have picked us up, like, in weird countries. The countries aren't weird. The sites are overseas. Anyway, the countries are cool. You're all cool. Anyway. Some of the countries are a little weird. But some of them aren't. We're not going to, you know, you know who you are. Anyway, (laughs) what all of you and all of us here in the States and around the world want to know is who is the greatest front man or front woman, a.k.a. front person, of all time. Um, And this is a quest that... I've now shared with two people besides you, Roscoe P. And and I want to bring uh-huh. this up for I want to bring this up for a reason. I think it's going to get us started in a big way. Both Andrew Patterson, who was our guest last night for our Westworld HBO four episode four and five recap show, and rock and roll pundit Cindy Harrington, have said unsolicited. Let me give you my number one. And I said okay, sure. And they both said essentially. It's going to be tough to pick anybody over Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And as I said to Andrew Patterson on the pod last night, like Larry Bird said back in the 80s during the three-point shooting contest, which one of y'all is playing for second? Now. Who's coming in second tonight? That being said, I want to hit you with one thing, and then we'll explain to people what we're going to do. Because I do agree with our two pundits that Freddie Mercury is going to be a tough guy to beat. But. I, I don't think he's unbeatable, though. Agreed. And, and this is not the, the purpose of tonight's uh, discussion, Agreed. but, but I, I, don't, I don't think that's a foregone conclusion that he wins. Totally agree, and here's, my, here's why. The Super Bowl trophy was not named the Vince Lombardi trophy when Vince Lombardi mm. won it the first time. Mm. Vince Lombardi had to go out there and win the first two. On top of the six NFL championships he won before the Super Bowl existed, in order to earn the right, to have his name on the trophy for the best coach. You know, essentially the best coach of the season is the guy who wins the Super Bowl, right? So the point is, if Vince Lombardi had to earn to name his own trophy, then I do think it is reasonable for Freddie to at least go through a bracket-style tournament to prove that he is, in fact, or not, the greatest front man of all time. Do you agree? Totally. Totally, dude. Nice. Okay. I'm glad you agree. So anyway, Andrew and Cindy. I'm not sure I understand. I, I was really enjoy, I, I was excited about the Vince Lombardi reference when you started that, and now I find myself a bit confused. But that's all right. 
No, I guess my I guess my point is number one, it wasn't the Vince Lombardi trophy before he won the first Super Bowl, right? So right. this is our first ever who's the best front man of all time contest. Right. So oh I see. So we have to play it out. Yeah. We we have to lay it out so so we can play it out. Yeah, that's exactly right, Huggy Bear, aka Snoop Dogg and, then, and Stratsky. And and then, yeah. Yeah. Alright, I get it. I get it now. It must be the landline. <laughs> It was me scrolling through uh, somebody's list of the 66 best frontmen, which was ridiculous, but that's why I, uh, I had to get through it. That's why, we're we're do- that's why we're doing what we're doing. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Now, I asked you a couple questions the other day because I want to lay out the parameters. And so, sorry, everybody, spoiler alert, we're not going to do it tonight. This is the selection show. So just like the NCAA tournament has a bunch of teams trying to get in for those 65, 66, 68 now spots, excuse me, uh, We've got a 16-team field we need to populate, and we're going to get into that. But we're not going to go through all of it tonight because there's just too much to discuss for one podcast. So, That's right. I pose we will not have a winner tonight. This is, the, this is Selection Sunday. This is not the Final Four. But the good news is you, the fans, are going to get a chance to tweet at us, Facebook message us, email us, leave a message on iTunes, whatever you want to do. Uh, to maybe help us round the field out because we're going to go with some no-brainers. But once we get down to 12, 13 through 16, I mean, there's going to be a lot of good candidates. So I want the fans to take notice of who we mentioned tonight, who we missed, and if a fan vote oversways, me or you, that's awesome. We want you guys to participate. Okay, Roscoe, I asked you these questions the other day. I'm going to ask them in order. You can answer them pretty quickly because we've already figured out the order. But my original questions to you were... Do people like Bruno Mars count? What was your answer? Um, I said no. Correct. So, Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson, Madonna, any, you know. Prince. Prince. Solo artists. They're not, they're not eligible for this contest. If you want that, you can look up anything from Rolling Stone, anything from Spin Magazine. They've all done it. If you want to see Elvis, go do that. I love Elvis. Elvis is not a frontman of a band. Okay? Uh, right. Those are solo artists who, who perform with a band, but they're not, they're, they're sort of above the band, right? We're looking for people who are equal members. very much part of the band. Yes. Yeah, but e- just, yes. Right? Equal Con, members. in the machine. Correct, right. correct. So the next question I asked you, and you said no to, the, you said no to putting an error limit on it or a genre, yes. a genre limit on it. So, I mean, it could be somebody from, say, country or reggae. I don't know that it will be. Now, James Brown... Um, Jimi Hendrix, Tom Petty. Let's talk about those three guys because that's going to help us also shape out the field here a little bit. Yeah, um, all very difficult cases. Um, Again, I think, you know, I'm going to try to answer this without, like, bringing up the names of some of the other bands or some of the other guys we're going to actually put in this thing. But I think when when you think about Tom Petty, Yep. Right, you think about something being a Tom Petty song. Yeah. Even if even if it's like a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, like you could argue at least initially he was the front man for the Heartbreakers. Okay. Right, like you, like you could argue that, and they have a lot of great songs. But when you think about you know Refugee, you go, oh, that's Tom Petty. Yeah. Versus like, oh, and I'll, I'll just use I'll just use the name that that came up before. So when you hear like you know Bohemian Rhapsody, you don't go, oh, that's Freddie Mercury. Right. You go, that's uh, Queen. Correct. So it's like when you associate the, the song and the music with the band versus the guy, like you would, you know, you would say a Tom Petty song is Tom Petty. You say a James Brown 
band a song is, is James Brown. That's right. Um, Jim, Jimi Hendrix, even though he was, you know, it was the Jimi Hendrix experience, but still that was, and, and I almost think in all of these kinds of things, it's almost unfair to include Jimi Hendrix because he's just like so much better than everybody else. Correct. So and, like Jimi... had everything. Right. Jimi Hendrix and like Prince, those guys... Yeah, right. Those guys, if, if, like for instance... One of my questions to you, which you've already answered, is, you know, is Freddie Mercury too good to be included in this? And, you know, we both have decided it is not a foregone conclusion. He's no, going he's to not win. Too, no, he's not. No, no. But if I were to say, let's put in a virtuoso like Jimmy or like the late great Prince, I mean, good Lord. I mean, Prince is too good for this anyway in my mind because best, <laughs> best stage present, best songwriter, best singer, best dancer, best looking. I mean, like, you know, he's going to get four yeah. and a half out of fives on every single thing and six and a half on fives out of some. Like, so anyway, no Prince, uh, no Jimi Hendrix. Uh, right, and I would say I would say no James Brown, and and probably no Tom Petty. And I think, I think no Tom all, Petty. I think no Tom Petty. Yeah, I think I think they're all out. Now I also think those guys are kind of something different. I, I think in, in a minute here we should probably before we get into names we should talk a little bit. Yes. Uh, exactly, like what a front man is, what we're actually looking mm-hmm. for, and I think when we discuss that. Yeah. You see that the guys we just ruled out are kind of something different. It'll sort itself out. You know, the other good thing before we do that is this gets us out of a quandary with um, a lot of these magazines and, and websites over the years have obviously ranked one of your arch musical enemies, Bruce Springsteen, is one of the greatest yes. rock and roll singers, frontmen of all time. But uh, I, I would say not one of. I would say he is my arch uh, musical enemy. Correct, which is ironic I, because he is like number one, two, or three in every list of like if you're if you're adding if you're adding an Elvis and Aretha and like you know John Lennon and Paul McCartney and all this, you know Bruce is top five in every single list. And the good news is because it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, we luck out and he's not qualified. We can get out of it. So so that is why, folks, Bruce Springsteen is out, not because Chris hates him. But well, as, as you know, and I know I've said this to you multiple times, I don't know if I've ever said it on the show before, yeah. but I, I, I believe that Bruce Springsteen is the most overrated artist in the history of, at least of American music, and maybe ever in music of, of any sort, of all time. Right, and so ladies and gentlemen, if you don't want to share this show because of the things we say positively about people, please feel free to share that piece right there from Roscoe P., and let the negative yeah, fury it. fly. Because guess what? We want listens, yeah. we want reviews, yeah. and Roscoe P. doesn't give a darn. Okay? okay? That's a hot take. That's a hot take right there. That is a hot take. That was a very Stephen A. Smith-esque take, my friend. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so, what, so we just told you about all the people that we're not looking for, right? And now let me give you a name that I feel safe to start the conversation with, and then we can talk about, I guess, more what we're looking for you know, in detail. Or generally, sorry. We're, we're essentially looking for David Lee Roth types, okay? Um, they fronted an actual band, as we said. They may or may not have played an instrument. They may or may not have written the songs. They may or may not have been really good looking or a really good dancer or, or had a really good X Factor or a really good voice, but they, they definitely had some fantastic combination of that. And more importantly, there is no question that they were the front man and or woman of their bands. They were an equal sum of the parts, but they were the lead singer. They were the front person. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's all. I think that's right. And for me, you know, when I thought about this, obviously in all of these things, and I am a music guy, I'm a music fan, so I have to really like the music, you know, that we're talking of, of the band that we're talking about, which is 
said, as we touched on, one of the reasons why I, I'm not going to include Bruce Springsteen in this, even if he was eligible. Um, so that's first. You got to have great songs. You got to be, you know, if if not like a great singer, like at least a great singer for the style of music you're singing. Correct. Like like you just like you just said, David Lee Roth. Like I don't think anyone's going to say David Lee Roth is like a great singer, but he's the perfect singer for Van Halen. Yeah. yeah I think so. I, I think it's like how how your voice fits with the songs. I think a lot of it is personality. Yep. Um, you know, stage presence. Um, I think like a little bit of that kind of rock and roll attitude and, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of danger, uh, maybe a little bit of, of what you're like off the stage or, or, you know, kind of backstage persona, that, that kind of stuff. I think that all factors into it. Um, but, but performance on the stage and it's like, it's a whole thing. It's more than just being like, you can't just be a great singer. Like being a great singer doesn't make you a great front man. Correct. Correct. And, and being and being a great frontman doesn't mean you're a great singer. Also true. This is, this is a this is about more than than that. Completely. And, and and to my knowledge, no one's really done that and eliminated a lot of the solo performers we've talked about. Now, one other thing, you know, the type of music that lends itself to frontmen. This was your point a minute ago, so I'll let you go on on it. Is somewhat limiting to the amount of people who are going to be eligible. Why don't you expound on that a little bit? Well, yeah, our uh, list is going to end up looking like Donald Trump's America here. <laughs> it's it's going to be uh, a lot of old uh, white very, very white and very male, um, and uh, we're we're both sensitive to that. Uh, listeners of, of the freestyle, we're not uh, trying to exclude everybody, but I do think that just what we're talking about here is is uh, you know this is largely a rock and roll phenomenon. What we're talking about and. Rock and roll, fair or unfair, has been dominated by white men in our in our lifetimes. And uh, correct. But yeah, that being just, said, kind of over time. You know, hey, look, I think my first time on the show, one of my first times, I did the five best hip hop albums of all time, and those were all by black people. So you know, it's just like certain kinds of music and uh, include certain kinds of people more than others. So that's our. I, I do actually have a couple of female names uh, here and there on the list. I don't know if they're going to make it. Uh, and actually, I have one uh, African American fellow on here. I don't think is going. It's kind of a personal favorite of mine. But I don't think is going to make it. But yes, this, this is going to be an overwhelmingly uh, white and male uh, list that we're that we're talking. Correct. About. But I also have some women I want to throw out there, and I also have at least one, if not two, African American males. And I, I'm interested to see if we might have the same one. I'm, that's going to be fun. So, with that said, I want to introduce one more, one more thought. Before we get into this, or maybe two more thoughts, but one more thought about who's not in, okay? And I think you'll agree with me. Uh, the Beatles are out. And yeah, I know. I was looking at like Paul McCartney pops up on these lists, but that's not really right. He no. wasn't like the front man of the Beatles. No way. Was, no way. Yeah, that's, he, not, that's not fair. And here's my fun point, and this is a nice way to equate one really, really unbelievable band to one less unbelievable band. Uh, the Beatles are out because they had two and a half front men. Um, right, right, and, right. you know, if this was best bands ever, the Beatles probably win it. They're in the final four, no question about it. But yeah. this is not that. Now, guess what? Drilling Threes also had two and a half front men. And <laughs> we probably should have been called two and a half front men. But that's, and that's a good thing. But <laughs> There's still time. But Drilling Threes also will not feature any artists on the list because Chris and I cannot. Sorry. I don't know who Chris is. Roscoe P. and I cannot uh, nominate ourselves or each other. Anyway. Uh, or Dr. Green, or any of the bass players who play with us. Okay, so so one more time, to recap, if you want 
to find out who the 100 best singers are of all time. Rolling Stone did that. You'll find Johnny Cash. You'll find Elvis. You'll find Mary J. Blige, Prince, Ella Fitzgerald. None of those people fronted actual rock bands. Boom. Roasted. 311 also has two, two front men. Sorry, 311. I love you guys. Um, all right, Roscoe. Here we go. Criteria we're going for. We already talked about the type of artist you need to be. We're going to go with eight auto bids tonight, probably four picks from you, four from me, and then the fans are going to help us in the, in, the, in, the, in the interim before the next show. Pick eight more bids. Hit us up on our various social media like we said. Okay, here are the areas that I want us to judge on, not necessarily tonight, but once they're in the dance, unless we can think of something better, I think there's five areas we can focus on when we grade these people out next time. But I want to get it out there now, okay? Uh, sizzling dance moves slash stage presence is one. Oh, sizzling. Sizzling dance moves and stage See, presence. You're putting, you're putting yourself right back in the discussion. I you're know. talking about sizzling dance moves. We're talking about Gab Money. Man, can I dance. Anyway. <laughs> um, the best part of this podcast is going to be that you very subtly compare Drilling Threes to the Beatles. Listen. That's, that's basically what you did. You just basically said there's no difference between Drilling Threes and the Beatles. Oh. You had a hot take on Bruce Springsteen. I had a hot take on the Beatles. You had a hot take on Julie Threes and the Beatles, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Okay. All right, what, else, what else besides the sizzling dance moves? What else we got? All right, number two, obviously, a sing, singing ability. You know, how is your voice, yeah. okay? But to your point earlier, distinctness of voice, and that would include how well does your personal voice fit your band, and more importantly, how recognizable is it to me? You know, as a fan, or yes, you, or you yes, or, very, yes, good, well said, or yes. any listener. How how quickly do I know that's Robert Plant? That's Distinctive, you know, that's right, Axl yes. Rose. That's whoever. Okay, uh, number four would be X Factor slash It Factor and or legendary partying stories, antics from the road, VH1, yes. you know, VH1 behind the music superlatives, etc. Okay, and then of course number five would be either commercial success and or critical acclaim. Okay, <clears throat> so those would be the five things we're looking for, and then what I think we can do is I'll throw out some names, or you can throw out some names. We can do some names back and forth. I don't know that we need to do all of our auto bids in a row. I think it'd be good to sprinkle them in and then sprinkle in some people who aren't auto bids. Does that make sense to you? Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. Want me to get started, Roscoe P? Yeah, so are you going to start it with your, your first uh, automatic qualifier into the tournament? No. No, no. no. Okay. We're going to sprinkle. We're going to sprinkle first. We're going to sprinkle a little first. Let's get it going. Okay. okay. Great. Here's a guy that I don't have in automatically right now, but, but I, I, I want to bring him up first. Steve Perry from Journey. Oh, great. Okay. You got a guy with good command of the arena all over the world. Big time voice. Distinct voice. I'd say low on the X factor, um, but huge commercial success, to say the least, as lead singer of Journey. Does he? Yeah, definitely. Does he qualify as one of your auto bids? No. Okay, perfect. Now, this might surprise you. I'm going to sprinkle another one, then I'll let you go. It might, okay. su- it might surprise you that this guy is not on one of my autos because you know he's one of my biggest, you know, he's one of my faves, okay? We're talking about Sting of the Police. Oh, I thought, I thought you might say him. Yeah, all right. So Sting, I'd say decent stage presence, but, you know, unbelievable bass guitar player. Phenomenal singer, uber distinct voice, you know it's him. And then just the references to his tantric efforts alone are, are off the chart. Impressive. Off the chart in terms of legendary partying and antic stories, right? Huge commercial yeah, sure. huge commercial success as well. But what I would argue is that he is 
almost overshadowed his police career as a solo artist. And right. um, not that, that that necessarily would deter him from getting in. I just can't give him an auto bid. Right. Well, that, he, he doesn't get one from me either, but that's an important point you bring up. And as our, our friends uh, in podcast land are, are considering some of these names we bring up, you're talking about Sting as the front man for the police Correct. and not Sting the solo artist. Correct. No Fields of Gold, That's, no, uh, yeah. you know, any, you know, Dream of Rain, any of that stuff. Right, right. Okay. So who, who, who you got, whether it's an auto bid or whether it's a... Uh, well, why don't, why don't I sprinkle two in? Please uh, do. Let me, let me, you, threw, you threw two that aren't on your uh, AQs and I'll throw in two that, that are, aren't in mine. Perfect. I love it. And let me, all right, let me start you off. Let me give you a real big name. I got a real big name here. Uh, this might have been like, you know, they have the first four out in the in the NCAA basketball tournament. This might be like the first one out okay. by automatic bid. This is a big name. Uh, and that name is John Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, that's a big name. That's big, a big, big name. Big swinging name, brother. Big name. Obviously, you know, huge, huge mega rock star. Um, one of the biggest things of the 80s. Some great songs. I was, where, where was I? Was I in a bar? I don't even remember where I was, but I heard uh, um, somebody played um, uh, Wanted Dead or Alive was on, either in like a store I was in or a bar or something. And it's, and it's just looked at it like, God, this is a great song. Like, what a great song that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. It, 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 it's just it's some, of the, some of the best songs of that era. And, you know, huge star, very recognizable. He's on TV still. Like, he, he pops up in a commercial. You know exactly who he is today, right? Yep. They haven't had a huge hit in, you know, two decades. Yeah. What, um, I, yeah. what I wrote about John, what I wrote, he's on my list as, as someone I wrote about. He, he is very close to an auto bid for me, and I might, I might need to use it depending. I wrote, watch out for JBJ. The guy has been relevant for four different decades. He's, yeah. an, he's an ageless, timeless wonder. I might need to use an auto bid on JBJ is what I wrote earlier tonight. So... He is, like you said, on the bubble. So he, he might sneak in as one of your... He's not on, on my automatic qualifier list. He might sneak in as one of yours. He might. He might. He might. And he, and he, and he, I, might, he might get in that large happen. bid. I, yeah, my, my guess is that the four... And we should tell everyone that we have not disclosed to each other nope. the names of our four no automatic idea. qualifiers. I have no idea what your, your four are. I have no idea. What, well, so I know what my we, four are. We could have the exact same four names. Which means we then have, you know, 12 at-large bids. Right, which, I mean, if we wanted to, we could just bump, like, four in tonight. Correct. So we, we could just do the first four at-larges tonight. And it sounds like probably number one on that list, if we don't come up with eight automatic qualifiers, it sounds like JBJ is getting in. Sounds like JBJ is getting in. Good news for JBJ fans. Uh, yeah. And, and for, and for DirecTV, unofficial sponsor of the week. Turn back time. Okay. Here's one who's going to be a pass for me, but I want to get him out there for the ladies and for all those voice fans. Adam Levine and Maroon 5. Oh, that's a good one. Solid enough for me to give you a cursory glance, sir, but no thank you. Um, yeah, um, I'm not, uh, I, you know, I don't really uh, care for him all that much or them, but uh, wildly popular right now, certainly, and I think that's someone if the... Uh, if the freestyle fans wanted to uh, make a case for him, we could we could consider him. I, I would probably not have him in the bracket, but I'd be willing to listen if somebody wanted to make that case. Absolutely. Okay. Do you want to sprinkle one more, and then we'll get, we'll do an auto bid each. Yeah. Let, let me sprinkle one more. Let me sprinkle the uh, the name of the guy who who uh, we did like half of a podcast on before, and I think was one of the reasons 
uh, for having this competition in the first place. Okay. And that is, uh, when you talk about uh, stage presence and charisma and stage patter, maybe the greatest stage patter guy of all time, I'm talking, of course, about Paul Stanley <laughs> from KISS. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I knew that you'd bring up Paul Stanley. I appreciate you bringing him up. And can I tell you what I wrote about Paul Stanley for tonight? Please. I wrote, here's the thing. I could talk about Paul Stanley all day. I love Paul Stanley. But, and then I wrote in parentheses, do a Paul Stanley voice, so I will. He ain't no Steven Tyler. (laughs) He ain't no Diamond David Lee Roth. He's a cartoon character, Paul Stanley. <laughs> so I love it. He's got a shot, but I'm not letting him in either. He's got a shot. But he's like, I think he's a great example. Now, aside from like the first criteria I said uh, was that there has to be great music, and I, I think Kiss's music for the most part stinks. But, Correct. But <laughs> I think like Paul Stanley is like the ultimate frontman. Like he's a crappy musician. But he's just got so much charisma, and the show they put on, like, that's a front man, right? Absolutely. I don't, I don't think, it's, I think he, he maybe he finds his way into the bracket. He's not going to win. Spoiler alert. He's not going to win. But I, I think that's he's very worthy of, he's, he's kind of, he's what we're talking about. He's what we're talking about. Well, we know if Paul E. Phillips gets a chance to lobby for him, the guy's going to go to the Final Four. So, there you right. go. Uh, much love to Paul E. P. Anyway, I'll give you my number four pick. I'm going to go, and I'm going to go, actually, no, no, I'm going to go number one, because, well, someone's I don't, someone's going to burn a pick on the guy from Queen, and I don't really want to. You know what I mean? Um, right. So maybe we'll save that one because we know that someone's got to use that. But so I'm, you have yours ranked? Like you have yours seated? Your automatic qualifiers? Because I don't. I just came up with four names and kind of no. No, no, no. Order. I mean, it doesn't really matter either because you're going to get your four in, right? So anyway, all right. Let right. me let me go with this. I'm I'm going Steven Tyler. Okay. Steve, okay. Yeah. Nice. nice. You know, he's got. The, I think he's probably got the best sizzling dance moves in the list. Um, obviously a great voice, obviously a very distinct voice. The stories about the Aerosmith days, whether it was in the 70s or the 90s or whatever, are great. I mean, he's had all kinds of success on multiple platforms. He helped launch hip-hop as a commercially viable genre with the crossover Aerosmith hit Walk This Way With Your Boys Run DMC. I don't see how Steven Tyler doesn't get an auto bid tonight. So I'm using one, and he did. Yep, that's fair. He was not one of mine, but I have no problem with that. He certainly deserves to be in this bracket. All right, good. So we know that we're at least not going to match on one. Okay, who you got? Who's your first one? All right, I'm going to go with, I think, a very obvious one, uh, and that is uh, Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. Yep, I have Mick Jagger as Uh, well. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's he's really kind of a no-brainer. That's why I think when I pitched to the idea about the automatic bids, you know, like, we don't need to spend five minutes talking about why Mick Jagger should be in this bracket. No, like, no, he's, he's the man. Like, we can just say Mick Jagger and, okay, he's in, and now we move on to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, we're going to discuss Mick Jagger the next time we yeah, need sure. to. Right, exactly. Next time, right, yeah. Right, yeah. so we got Steven Tyler, we got Mick Jagger. Let's do let's do one more each right now, okay? Keep this thing moving right. a little bit. Um, so, wait, was Mick Jagger also one of yours? He was. All right, well, there you go. So now we've got, like, we've got an at-large, we're going to have an at-large sneak in tonight, at least one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we do in the freestyle. Okay. So te- looking up for John Bon Jovi right so now. So technically, I just did a second one because I have Mick Jagger, too. So why don't you give us a second one? Um, okay. Well, this, the next one on my list, uh, I, I'll, I'll burn the pick here, and I'll, I'll throw in Freddie Mercury from Queen. All right. You'll throw in Freddie Mercury, who I also had. So technically, we're going to have two at-large bids now. Oh, very nice. 
So we really, no one burned the pick because he was going to get picked. Okay, which is exciting. All right, so let's, let's start sprinkling again. How about that, okay? Because yeah, I, I got a big name for you. I got a big name for you. Who, and it, by the way, if, if this guy gets your auto bid, you know, after I say my piece, you can just get him in. But, and I'm, I'm surprised that this guy did not make my top four. I, and that's why okay. I'm bringing it up. Stage present wasn't his thing, but, you know, he kind of came early for the, like, he preceded Freddie Mercury in a lot of ways, right? Um, okay. But when I talk about Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin, uh, who's better looking than that guy? Who's got a better That's voice than that guy? His voice is as distinct as anybody's voice is distinct. The success and acclaim of Led Zepp is at the top of the heap. Uh, we haven't even gotten into their stories from the road. And also the movie Almost Famous was a watered-down version of Cameron Crowe's life on tour with them. Um, right. I don't know how I can't give him an auto bid, but I picked other dudes. So Robert Plant's out there, ladies and gentlemen, as like a huge bubble team right now. Unless Roscoe P. saves him right now. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you, uh, worldwide audience, Robert Plant is out there. He's not one of my uh, auto, auto bids either. I did have him, so I, I have my auto bids here, and then I have a whole list of people to talk about. He's, he's on that, um, as was Sting, as was Steven Tyler. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's high on that list. Uh, but, no, he's, he's out there. Again, another guy I can't imagine he doesn't find his way into the bracket as an at-large pick for all the reasons you just, you just named. He's... Uh, Wanted to talk about a distinct voice. You know it's Robert Plant in about two seconds. I also um, enjoyed, if, I know you're not a big movie guy, Roscoe P., but in, in, Ocean's, uh, in Ocean's 12, when Matt Damon was at some sit-down and he quoted the words to Cashmere and it went all bad for him, it was great. Anyway, for those of you who do watch movies, you're welcome. Yeah, All right, Roscoe, sprinkle me with an interesting one on your end, buddy. Let's see, what's an interesting one? Well, should I be the first to throw out a non-white guy? Please do. All right, I'm gonna yeah. So this is just like kind of a, a personal favorite of mine. I don't think he's gonna get in there, um, but I this is a band that I've I've sung their praises um, on your podcast before. Uh, I threw out Corey Glover from oh. the 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 groundbreaking uh, Living Color. Nice. He just keeps keeps climbing up the rankings um, as uh, as one of my favorite bands of all time. The voice undeniable might might be the best singer of anyone on my list. Just flat out pipes. He's got them. Mm-hmm. Great music. And uh, when I saw them at the Wolf Den last year or whatever it was two years ago last year, I guess um, they closed the set as they always do. It's called the Personality. And Corey Glover. Have you ever been to the Wolf Den at Mohegan Sun? Yeah, I know where it is. Sure. Yeah. So there's like so there's like you know there's the Wolf Den and there's like kind of that bar right behind it. Oh yeah. So, and there's a, it's sort of separated, but it's really not. Like, I just sat at the bar and watched the whole show. But there's a little, like, kind of a wall, but it's not really that high. So anyway, during Cold the Personality, Corey Glover ran off stage and ran up on this little dividing wall, which goes around the Wolf Den, and ran all the way around the Wolf Den through the crowd <laughs> on this wall while Vernon Reed was taking the solo and Cold the Personality. Now, that's being a front man. That's being a front man. And that's, that's not being too big for the fact that you're playing uh, a small room. And, you know, he treated it like it was Wembley Stadium. And that's what a front man does. So, yeah. Corey Glover's out there. He, he, I was remiss to not put him on my list, but he certainly qualifies in every way, shape, or form. He is the lead singer of a real rock and roll band. Um, he's out there, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know your thoughts on Corey Glover. Um, all right. Not to make it a tit for tat, let me ask you if this person is eligible, Okay. Okay. And he happens to be, you know, an African-American guy as well. 
What do you think about Lionel Richie from the Commodores? Oh, wow. Wow. Never thought of that. But definitely. Because she's a brick. Definitely got to be in. House, right? So Lionel yeah. Richie did Lionel. Oh, it's a tough one. It's such a tough one because it's going to be so hard to separate, to him. separate Lionel yeah. Richie, the solo artist, from Lionel Richie, the singer of the Commodores. But no, he should be. He should definitely be eligible for the bracket. Okay, good. So I don't have Lionel Richie as an auto bid because I wasn't even sure if we were going to get him past the selection committee. But I do think it's worth noting that, that, that Roscoe and I are not trying to be Donald Trump on this thing. We would love it for Lionel Richie to get in. We might even vote him in the next time we're on. So uh, I'm glad to know Lionel Richie is eligible. Okay. Eligible, yes. Yes, with the Commodores eligible. All right, while I'm, while I'm down in this area, um, what about... All right, never mind. I'm going to save those. I'm going to save those. I'm sorry. Great radio. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay, let's burn another, let's burn another auto bin, okay? We've got three guys in the dance right now, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. We got Steven Tyler. We got Mick Jagger. We got Freddie Mercury. All right. Let's see, it's, it's, okay, all right. Here's one that I think is obvious, and I, we just did a whole, not we, not we, you and I, but we, the filibuster freestyle pundit crew, just did a whole gushing gushing episode on Guns N' Roses and mm. we're throwing Axl Rose in. No question about it and the guy's still got it today right now. Yeah, he's he's one of my automatic qualifiers too. There we go. So we are... We are do, do, it, do it no small part to your like nine-part podcast about everybody who saw Guns N' Roses play this summer. It was unbelievable. I mean, I've already... You know, if, if you listen to the show, everybody, you already know how we feel. I mean, I just... I've loved Axl Rose more than I should three times in my life, and oddly, one of those times is currently at 37, almost 38 years old. Boom. It's real. It's real. Axl Rose, welcome to the dance, my friend. All right, Ross. So, so, so we've, had, we've had three of the same ones, is that right? The only person who didn't... Steven Tyler is the only outlier right now. So burn one. Wow, okay. Well, I, I got one that I can't believe you didn't have because he's like your hero. Okay. And obviously you didn't have, so your four were Steven Tyler, Mick Jagger, Freddie Mercury, and Axel? Ah, I kind of... Or, or did you not have Mick Jagger? Oh, I had Mick Jagger, and I had him up high, but I had... Oh, you didn't have Freddie Mercury. You didn't, said you didn't want to spend one on Freddie Mercury. Correct, but he was, I mean, he was certainly going to, in my mind, he's a number one seed, but I wasn't going to burn my pick on him, yeah. So do you, without saying the name, do you have an automatic qualifier who we haven't said yet? Yes. All right, it's got to be the one I'm about to say. Okay. Because this is your, your hero, the I, guy who you've I modeled think, yourself after I, for years. I think it's going to be a ding, ding, ding. I can already feel it. Go for it. Diamond David Lee Roth from Van Halen. And he is correct, sir. Yep. It's got to be. Absolutely true. A million percent. David, Diamond, Diamond Dave. Dave. Diamond Dave is my number splits. Diamond Dave, getting it done. My favorite part about Diamond Dave is they literally, in the album cuts would allow him to just do a spoken word, like, freestyle vamp uh, during, like, the breakdowns. Like, Diamond Dave, <laughs> the consummate quintessential, kicking way above his coverage, musically, frontman of all time. And, yes, maybe the personal hero of the stage, the stage character known as Gav Money. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, Diamond Dave's in, which is great. He's in. So, so we've got five people in. We have Mick Jagger... Freddie Mercury, Axel Rose, David Lee Roth, and Steven Tyler are all in. And I'll tell you what, those are heavy hitters. Yep. 
And anybody who sneaks in, whether it's John Bon Jovi or somebody else, I'll tell you what, going to be tough getting through that murderous row of dudes. Just saying. Well, look, let, let me just, before we start sprinkling again, Yep. since we have three open spots, let's put John Bon Jovi in right now. Well, let me say, because we got the power to turn back time. Absolutely. <laughs> let's do it. John Bon Jovi, you are in, sir. John Bon Jovi, in the words of Chris Jericho, John Bon Jovi, you just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, dude, let I, me... say that I saw now, I of course saw Chris Jericho last night. I, I tell you that. I was at WWE uh, Monday Night Raw last night in Hartford. You told me you were going, and if we have time, let's get into that at the end of the pod. How about that, all right? I saw Chris Jericho just last night. I love it. I love that he's still doing his thing. He's got to be 47 years old. He's not only doing it, he's like the best guy in the company, but whatever, we'll save that. Well, Roscoe, know? he was the best guy in the company 20 years ago when we, when we watched him the first time, you know, so it's all I good. Know. I know, All right, so that's interesting. So Robert Plant not in, Diamond Dave in. That shows you how unfair and fickle the world can be. All right. Well, Robert Plant not in yet. In fairness, he's getting in. Like, he's not in yet. Uh, you're a good point, good point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, yeah. let me throw out some names that I think will, will be fun to talk about, okay? But, okay. How about Debbie Harry of Blondie? Yeah, yeah, had her on my list to talk about, yep. Okay, so I would say mad, mad X Factor. I mean, not, not to make it about being good looking, but like if I talk about Scott Weiland next, and maybe we can just do that as a twofer, Scott Weiland's really good looking too, okay? So I'm not yep. like, this isn't like a machismo, like I don't like women. This is like, if you're a front person and you're attractive, that's not going to hurt the, that's not going to hurt your case, okay? Well, you kind of have to be. I mean, everyone we've mentioned is, is attractive in their own way. Way, shape, or form. Right? Absolutely. And those are yeah, all dudes. Yeah. So let's everybody just back off. And let me just say, Debbie Harry, pretty lady. But more importantly, crazy X Factor, crazy charisma, first, fem- <clears throat> first female punk star. They did right, some disco. Kind of revolutionary. They did some r- disco and some rap. They're very pop sensible. Great voice. Fairly distinctive voice. Commercially f- successful again. So Debbie Harry if we're trying to put some diversity into this list, I think she's got to be at the top of that list. Yeah, and, well, and Blondie had what many people consider the first rap single. Correct. Rapture. This was Rapture, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Can yeah, I, she's worth talking about. She's worth talking about. So, fans, if you like Debbie Harry, get your votes in. Hit us up at Gavin Viano or at Roscoe P on Twitter. Or just, you know, again, Facebook, message us, filibuster freestyle. Leave us some suggestions. Okay. Yeah, I, tweet me. Ro- Roscoe P needs some more followers. My my real life government name Twitter handle has like three hundred and fifty followers or something. And I can't like I tweet sometimes you know well frequently on that, but it's like all work stuff. And sometimes I tweet about the Patriots or whatever. But I can't like because it's mostly for work. I can't really have fun with it. I'd much rather have fun with the Roscoe P account, but there's like thirty followers, and I feel like I'm yelling into the woods and no one's listening. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so, do yourself a favor. Come at me. Follow yeah. follow Roscoe P on Twitter at Roscoe P at, at Roscoe P Funk R O S C O P F U N K. Let right. me know why I'm wrong about Bruce Bruce Springsteen. That's right. So I saw I forgot the Funk part at Roscoe P Funk. Okay, now I mentioned Scott Weiland. Can I give you my homage to Scott Weiland? Please, he was on my list uh, to talk about too. So yeah, go for it. And this 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 proves that I'm not a chauvinist because I wrote first words I wrote about Scott Weiland. Handsome as F. Okay. Charismatic as F. Literally almost became the first guy to defeat heroin addiction without quitting the drug. Uh, really? Yeah. Which I'm not advocating. Part where he died. Which I'm not advocating is a positive. I'm just saying 
what a story. Okay. What a story. Almost, uh, yeah. He's got Almost a, re- a great story. Really good voice, pretty distinctive voice, fantastic stories about life, which I just mentioned. I read his autobiography. It's insane. Um, he fronted two big-time bands because mm. he also fronted Velvet Revolver as well as STP. And, sure. frankly, he out-partied Slash and Duff from Guns N' Roses and got kicked out yes. of that band, too. And he's been a great commercial success. I'm not saying I'm going to give him a spot because clearly I didn't, but I'm not saying he shouldn't be in here because clearly maybe he should. Yeah, I'd like to see him in there. I think when I think about him, also a really great singer and a guy whose voice is distinctive, yet it doesn't always sound the same. Correct, correct. If, if that makes sense. It like, does. Like, David Lee Roth kind of always sounds like David Lee Roth, but Scott Weiland can sound a lot of different ways. Right, but it's always it's, good, it's, and it's always Scott Weiland, right. Yeah, an extremely talented guy. Really, really too bad that he's, you know, his life turned out the way it did, but, it, you know, it's true of not only him, but I'm sure some other people we're going to get into later. But, yeah, extremely talented. Stone Temple Pilots, uh, I think, way underrated. Like, Stone Temple Pilots was a great, great band. Mm-hmm. They had, I mean, they had great songs. Totally agree. And it, a, a little overshadowed, maybe, by the you know the Pearl Jams of the world, but correct. Uh, and actually, let's let's go down that road because let's talk about one of your personal heroes who I don't think gets enough due. Um, he's from Seattle. He's not Nirvana. He's not. He's not in, in Pearl Jam. He's your boy. Oh, is this is this who I think it is? It's who I, it's who you think it is? It's your boy. My man crush. It's your man crush. Oh. How do I you want feel? Me to say it? I want you to say it. Chris Cornell of Soundgarden and Audio Slave and the solo efforts. I mean, how do we do this without Chris Cornell, right? Chris Cornell, I mean, musical genius, uh, also handsome as F. Handsome as F. In his own, in his own right. Um, yeah, it's had a, lots of different style. You know, Soundgarden was kind of its own thing, and then all of a sudden he was like basically in Rage Against the Machine, but singing instead of rapping, which is wild. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, has has like a whole solo acoustic album. It had two solo acoustic albums, and yep. it's gone on this tour, which I've now seen twice through his solo acoustic show. Which, if anybody has a chance to see that, very cool. Run, don't run, don't walk, because it's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh, I, in fact, he. Well, I, I think I left him out because I just kind of grouped the Seattle guys all together on my list of people to talk about. But yeah. obviously. Uh, do you I, uh, do you have an auto bid left, and do you want to use it on Chris Cornell or what? I'm well, asking. I'm not well, I, I don't know. It depends. Like, I mean, because we had three of the same people, so like, I mean, like I was gonna say Axel, and I didn't because you said him first. So I guess I do have one. Yeah, I think you do. But but I kind of used it on John Bon Jovi. Yeah, but I kind of let you. We we squeezed him in. I mean, Chris Cornell is in the bracket. Yeah. Let's not leave it to He's chance. In. Let's not leave it to chance because I, I feel like you making impassioned pleas for Chris Cornell up against any of these other guys is going to have to be real good, and it will be real entertaining radio. So let's do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get some Chris Cornell takes together, and I'll see if I can uh, match my my poison. Uh, yeah. When you got poison win the, the glam rock bracket, that was when you became a master debater. That was heroic. Those are all, all right. right. Let me. All right. You got anybody? Now, that, that is. Let me point out. That's now seven. We now have seven people in the bracket, so we're only filling one more spot here tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. Really? Come on. We have Mick Jagger, yep. Freddie Mercury, yep. Axl Rose, yep. David Lee Roth, yep. Steven Tyler, uh-huh. John Bon Jovi, uh, and now Chris Cornell. Wow. That's seven. Okay. Cool. So let's do a bunch of sprinkling, and then we'll get down to like the people we want to get in. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Here are some people I have basically no interest. Well, not no interest. Sorry. Let me go this. Let me go this way first. Does Stevie Nicks qualify? Totally. She's on my list. Okay. Good to know. We'll come back to Stevie Nicks maybe then. Does Annie Lennox qualify from the Arrhythmics days? Oh, that's interesting. Okay, because my question about both of them is, was there too much success as solo artists? I mean, I don't think... Not Stevie Nicks, right? Like, Fleetwood Mac was huge. Correct. No, I think she's definitely in. Is she the I lead singer? I think she's definitely in. And in Lennox is a different quite because the Arrhythmics have, like, two songs, right? Yeah, yeah and know. she has a ton, and there was only really two of them in the band. It was kind of like her... Only and two of them in the band. I feel like no to Annie Lennox, yes to Stevie Nicks. Okay. Got it. So Stevie Nicks is on the table, fans. Okay, next. Here are three people that I don't think are worth my, me talking about unless you feel differently, okay? Just going to get through some names quickly here. Iggy Pop from the Stooges. Love them, respect them, don't care. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Pass. John Fogarty of Credence. And I, you know I love the Credence, but also a no for me. Yeah. I, let me, can, I, can I speak on that? I love, love, uh, love for you, too. Thank you. I love that you brought that name up because I thought about that. I don't think John Fogarty is a great frontman. Correct. I, I think he's one of the greatest American songwriters of all time. Correct. He's a genius musician. He's not a great frontman. Not enough sizzle. Not yeah. enough sizzling dance moves. No sizzling dance moves. Nada. Right. Right. Yeah, you can't get a zero in sizzling dance moves slash stage presence and get on this list. You can't. Right, yeah. So if we were doing the great American songwriters, John Fogarty's in the bracket, but I, I don't think he's a great frontman. Correct, correct. If you're closer to John Denver than, uh, you know, uh, Johnny, jo uh, Billy Idol, then you're on the list. Okay. By the way, sorry, Billy oh, Idol. Billy Idol? But, but, oh, but, man, but, Billy but, Idol can't, he can't be it either. That's too bad. Billy, Billy Idol's a great one. Billy Idol couldn't be a better rock frontman. Unfortunately, he's also a solo artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here's one that I don't think should make it, but again, musical genius, unquestioned. Tom York, Radiohead. Yeah, I hate Radiohead. <laughs> Can't get a fair trial. Okay. Here's a guy I wanted to mention earlier to you that I thought maybe you'd mention. Chuck D of Public Enemy. Oh, wow. Wow. That's me slow Mind clapping. That is me slow clapping. Slow clapping myself. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Slow clapping myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Chuck, that is amazing. Chuck D is the unquestioned leader and frontman of a rap group. There's no question. Chuck no question. D is eligible. Chuck D oh, might... Chuck D is eligible. Chuck he D, has to be in. Chuck D might get... I'm not saying we can do it yet, but Chuck D might get that number eight spot in a guaranteed ticket. Woo! Wow, what a, what a call. Is he the only... Let's take a minute and go down that road. Is he the only... Front man of a rap group? Like, is Q-Tip Q the front man of a Tribe Called Quest? I just think Fife got too much time. Yeah, I don't think so. There's no front man in Wu-Tang. That was kind of the point. Yep. No, I, I think I thought about and it. And Wyclef like, the front man of the Fugees? No, Lauren... Not really. No, Lauren Hill is... Is Lauren Hill the front man of the Fugees? No, because of, of Wyclef. I mean, I'm telling you. They're right. It's a, it's a Lennon-McCartney situation. Roscoe, if you... It's a Roscoe P. Cat Bunny situation. It's a John Lennon... <laughs> Roscoe P... Paul McCartney, Gav Money situation. That's exactly what it is. Wow, so Chuck D's like the only one. He's like the only frontman of a rapper. Once I thought of Chuck D the other day, I racked my brain for other examples of this, 
And I and again, fans, help us out. I just can't. Yeah, think please. Of it. Yeah, let us know on this one. Because even like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, he was the DJ. You know what I mean? And it was right. Of, anyway, so so anyway, okay. Chuck D's got a real good shot. Let me ask you this: a couple more people, um, and I'm really taking taking a shot here. But what was the deal when Tina Turner was in Ike's band? Oh, was that a well, band? Was that a band or no? She, she was getting beat up a lot. That was one thing. Oh, well, that, that that'll that that's that's a different podcast, but yeah, and also not not um, cool, not cool. Yeah, that was a band. Well, I mean, it was like the Ike and Tina Turner, mm. or it was like the Ike, Ike Turner review or something. Okay, so so I, I'm just saying I, I'm not really really ready to to to, dic- to discuss Tina Turner in detail, but she might be out there, folks. If you want to make a compelling case. I just think Tina Turner is way too big as a solo artist. Yeah, no question, no and question. I, her, her solo career just so vastly outshines whatever that no, like, Tina Turner yeah. time of her career no, was. No question. And I think can I? I think I think you just made the exact same argument for this last person, not last person of the show, but another person I thought of when I was thinking of Tina Turner was Smokey Robinson from Smokey Robinson and the Miracle. Oh man, I'll tell you, talk about the great American songwriters. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if Smokey qualifies either. I think he was too big on his own, and I think he was clearly like it was basically Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. It wasn't the Miracles. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think he qualifies for this. Um, okay, but I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, at some point, maybe this is maybe this is giving birth to a future podcast, the greatest American songwriters of all time. Ain't no problem with that. We'll get that one done. Because we mentioned like four of them already who aren't who aren't even on here. Because well, you got to give them their ju- you got to give them their just due. Okay, let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. All right, why don't, can I suggest this? I've got a bunch of names here to sprinkle. Yeah, me too. So what go if for I it. just what What if I just read through all of them with like no explanation or argument? I'm just going to read through a bunch of names, and we can go back and talk about yeah, go, whoever why we you, want. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you put names out there so people can get yeah, back to us? You, if they, if you, they, you do that, and then I'll do that for any that you miss of mine, and then we'll pick our last person, and we'll get we'll get out of here. I like it. All right, yeah, and, and I'm sure some of these names are probably. I mean, some of them are, are names that we discussed earlier, so, you know, through text and stuff, so some of these are probably going to come up twice, but, all right, so here we go. Uh, Jim Morrison of The Doors. Yep. Bono of U2. Yep. Dave Grohl of The Foo Fighters. Totally Dave Grohl, yep. Uh, Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam. Yeah, sure. And now, this is my Seattle section here, so Kurt Cobain of Nirvana and Lane Staley of Alice in Chains. Okay. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne of Black Sabbath. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps, too big as a solo artist. I don't know. Black Sabbath came back. You know, whatever. But so Ozzy Osbourne worth consideration. Uh, me, I don't know if you think this person qualifies. How about Janis Joplin? Hmm. Was Janis Joplin the front man of, of Big Brother and the Holding Company, or is she too much too, too solo? Let's keep her on there for now because I know there's a lot of Joplin fans out there. What do y'all think? I think she got too big posthumously. I don't know, and I, we weren't alive for her career itself. I'd have to do right. more. Re- I'd have to do more research, but I'm inclined to say that when I first thought of Janis Joplin, I said out, but I thought it was called Janis Joplin and Holding Company just in my head quickly. But you're right; it was called Big Brother and Holding Company. Big Brother means, and Holding Company, yeah. So she, yeah, she might have been the front man, the front person of that. So let's leave Janet up for debate, folks. If you want to get one in for Janis Joplin. Up for a bit. And then I have two more. Uh, Anthony Kiedis of Red Hot Chili Peppers. No question. And, of course, because they are glam rock champions, how do we not have Brett Michaels of Poison? Okay, absolutely. I mean, I definitely had Kiedis. Brett Michaels certainly deserves a shout-out, but I feel like between Diamond Dave and J- JBJ, I don't know if you can get Brett in, but that's okay. We can't, 
squeeze in another another uh, glam rocker. I don't know if we can. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. But anyway, certainly not tonight. He's not getting the eighth spot. I'll tell you that. No, right worth now. noting. Here's another. Here's another guy. Here's a guy who I think if you compared him, um, this is the only one I'll probably go through. Roger Daltrey of the Who. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I can make an argument that they got marginalized and drowned out by the Stones and the Beatles, and then I feel like he and Robert Plant, if they went toe-to-toe, it would be a closer contest than one would suspect. I think Daltrey's got better moves on stage. His voice is almost as good and almost as distinctive. Keith Moon was in his band, so you know he's got the stories covered. And they they wrote the first rock opera of all time. Um, They did. Again, maybe more of a songwriter thing, but Roger Daltrey was definitely the front man of a seminal band. Okay. I'll go quicker now because the rest of them are going to be similar to yours. I had Bono, uh, Dave Grohl, Jim Morrison. Oh, how about Jack White? Jack White, sure. How about Jack White? Okay. Um, probably not Julian Casablancas and the Strokes. I was, I was reaching there. Uh, yeah. how, okay, here's one I definitely want to talk about or put out there for everybody. No Doubt Era Gwen Stefani. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned her before. Yeah, that's a good one. No Doubt Era Gwen Stefani. I feel like, you know, we'll talk, get, talk about her next time. That's a good one. Brian Johnson, AC, ACDC. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't hate it. Getty Lee of Rush, I get it. They're, they're more math rock, and I don't know if Getty quite. He's too busy playing, the, slapping the bass man. Not, not quite a front man, yeah, right? He's too more busy slapping like, the yeah. bass man. Yeah, and, you know. yeah. So you do it high. You do it high like that when you do it. Yeah, yeah. Play it up high. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Paul Rudd and uh, <laughs> Rashida Jones. Okay. How about Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day? I mean, yeah, no one like does it. no one does corporate punk rock from the '90s better than that guy. Uh, I'm sure he'd appreciate you calling his music corporate punk rock. I'm just saying, Billy Joe, you're on I the mean, list. If the shoe fits, if the shoe fits, Billy you know? Joe, you're lucky you're on the list to be on the list. Um, two guys who I think get canceled out by Ozzy are James Hetfield of Metallica and Dave Mustaine of Megadeth. Um, yeah, I think Ozzy takes that from them. I think Robin Zander of Cheap Trick, nah. Joe Strummer of the Clash, Joe, Joe Strummer of the Clash, not really. Uh, I loved, I'd love to give a, a shout to like Caleb from the Kings of Leon and Brandon from the Killers. Um, couple legit ones, and then I'll, I'll let it, I'll let it lie. Ann Wilson of Heart. Did, did Nancy Wilson sing too much for her to count? No, Nancy Wilson sings the harmonies. Perfect. Ann Wilson, I think she's on the table. Grace Slick of Jefferson Airplane, probably on the table then, too. Um, Robert Smith of The Cure. Not enough of a front man, but absolute songwriting genius. Yeah. Chris Martin of Coldplay, how do you feel about them? Ugh. Okay, not good when you're in. And I, then, I don't. Okay, and here's my last one. Trent Reznor, is he eligible? Yes. Okay. I, I actually thought of him, too, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Trent Reznor. You know what's funny is if Beck had named his band anything else. He and Trent Reznor oh, are basically... Beck. Yeah, right, he'd be the same thing. The same right, guy. That's right. if, you know? if Beck's band was called 10 Inch Nails, he could be eligible for this. Correct, exactly. Anyway, all right, so we got one spot. You know what I find interesting here? Yep. To try that, like, who is the most recent... Per- like, is this just because we're old guys? And this is when I finally start writing my blog for filibusterfreestyle.com, which I've been teasing forever, but I actually do know what I'm going to write now. Nice. I just have to find a time to do it. And I, I told you about it. I'll tell the, the fans... I'm, I'm going to write a blog about uh, new music that old people or older people of our generation should like and can appreciate because I think a lot of us feel like the music that is out now is just garbage. And I don't know how much of that is because it actually is and how much that is because everybody just thinks that about the generation after them. Right. But I'm looking at this list like, 
we can't find like well, I mean I guess there's not really bands anymore. I guess that's the problem. But we don't have we don't have like one guy yeah. who oh, came out. Yeah, we've in mentioned the last five years. We've mentioned Bruno Mars. We've mentioned the King, Kings of Leon. We've mentioned the Killers. We've mentioned some people. Let me actually really quickly. What about Pharrell from the Neptunes? Too much of a stretch. He's too big afterwards, right? Yeah, too big afterwards. Plus, the, well, the Neptunes are really a band. They're like a production team. Which would also probably negate my CeeLo Green, Niles Barkley correlation. Okay, fine. Well, see, well, yeah. But see, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I love the idea for your first for your, for your first blog post. By the way, I think that would be really good to dive into. Um, yeah. All right, man. Let's do this. Let's keep this thing under an hour. We got like less than four minutes to do that. We've got one. Right. We've got one spot left. A couple big ones that are out there to, to try to get saved. Not saved, but get in de- definitely. Maybe Lionel Richie. Definitely Chuck D. I think Roger Daltrey is a strong one. Um, I, yeah, I, I would say that the strongest ones to Robert, get in tonight Robert would Plant. be like Chuck D, Robert Plant, Jim Morrison, maybe. Sting, uh, yeah, Jim Morrison, Dave Grohl. Like those are the those are kind of the finalists, I think, for tonight. All right, I I, I would put Grohl, Chuck D, and Robert Plant in the final three spots for the final spot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, well, see, but here's the thing. I it probably should be Robert Plant. Yeah. I mean, and I dropped the phone. And, and we're back. I dropped the phone, but we're back. No, no. And probably <laughs> <laughs> these landlines, I'm not used to having a cord attached to my phone as I'm talking. Unbelievable. Um, so it probably should be Robert Plant, but but by God, I just love the Chuck D idea so much. You know I what? Just fear, my, my vote's going to Chuck D for tonight, because Robert Plant's going to get it anyway. He's going to get one of the other eight spots. He's Robert Plant. He's Robert Darn Plant. You know what? Chuck D, welcome to the show, my friend. Chuck, Chuck D is D. in. So there you go, America. We might not have a lot of young artists, but we did our best to ensure that everybody got a chance to be heard. Boom. All right, so, so why don't you recap for the people the eight names that are, that right. are in the bracket right now. We got right eight now. spots in. We got eight left. You fans can help us. Philibusterfreestyle.com or go to Facebook. Leave us a message on our Facebook page. Philibuster Freestyle. That's what we are. It's Roscoe P., it's your buddy Gavin, and we got Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones, Freddie Mercury of Queen, Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses, David Lee Roth of Van Halen, John Bon Jovi of You Know Who, Chris Cornell of Soundgarden, and Chuck D of Public Enemy. That's solid as solid gets, my friends. What a list. What, what a, a list. list. What a list. Roscoe and I will be back. We've got pundits who need to discuss this. We've got fans that need to write in. Uh, this is going to be a fun one, so be a part of it. We really appreciate it. Roscoe, I'm going to keep this thing uh, under an hour. True to my word. Thanks for being on. We'll talk to you soon. I'm hitting the outro. Stick around. We'll catch up. Thanks, buddy. Right on. Filibuster Freestyle. That's the end of the podcast, folks. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. This is the end of the Filibuster Freestyle, baby. Filibuster Freestyle. Freestyle.